Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name is Stu and I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. And I'm Asumi and I live in Hong Kong. I'm a girl if you haven't worked that out from my voice. <laughs> <laughs> well done. How are you doing Asumi? How's, how's Hong Kong? Oh, it's um, really rainy at the moment. I wake up to rain, go home to rain. Snap. It's raining here right now. The the hydrangeas have come out, which I'm told is the oh like the cue for the rainy season over here. Is that like are hydrangeas called hydrangeas? And it's like a pun of like, we'll hydrate ya. Yeah. Do you think yeah. so? Hydra, and that's why it comes from that. Hydra must be related, but I don't know if they're making a pun. You know. Well, let's sometimes check it out afterwards. So, yeah, sometimes they name bees after. Beyonce and stuff like that when they get bored so oh yeah maybe. they do don't they yeah my week's I'm only two days into my week and so far not very good but um you know things can only get better exactly um how's your week been my week's been good uh it's been pretty busy but it's been nice to sort of grab a bit of time uh to I actually watched the show on the train home tonight and was hurriedly making notes in a notebook as as I was watching it so but uh yeah you text me what did you text me earlier when you were watching the show that it was so dry yeah oh yeah it kind of was a bit dry wasn't it I just yeah I kept watching this and thinking is this just the beginning of a terrace house cooking show like spin-off terrace house cooking show it's like we had talk about the pancakes, we had talk about the congee, we had talk about the, the differences between the two types of like Taiwanese rudohan and what was the other one? Chido. Han, yeah, something like that. And then, you know, just, just so much food talk about like the rice, the egg on the rice and the soy sauce. And yeah, I just, in my head, I just thought, God, they have to do a spin-off Terrace House cooking show. They could do a cookbook, couldn't they? And just, like, pull different recipes from different uh, characters. Yeah, they could do that. It has been quite food-heavy. I mean, when I was looking back, there was a lot of scenes, particularly in the kitchen, uh, which is always quite prominent, but it just feels like, just from the first few episodes we've had so far, the kitchen plays a massive role, particularly as a cooking space, not just them sitting down at the table to eat. Um, but food, like, food for sure is a massive part of uh, Japanese culture, and, you know, if you are ever chatting to someone... The, the the conversation almost always turns to food even when you're eating there's you know you'll be eating with someone and they'll start a conversation about where they're going to eat next so yeah that course. kind of is, is is reflects you know every day slightly but I know what you mean in terms of it being pretty food heavy in this episode yeah but I, I really do like the fact that um it, even though it is food heavy it's just almost in the background like it's so prominent but no one's like I'm going to cook something. But even when mm. there they were chefs, like, in the opening new doors, that guy, Yudai, he was meant to be a chef, but you hardly ever saw him cooking, you know? And then, um, I don't even know whether Hayato even cooked. Did he cook? He definitely cooked outside. I don't know whether how much he cooked in the house. Exactly. But, but hey, a little update, right, from us. Yeah. Congratulations. Yay. You know he got married, right? Yeah, he did get married. Is that married. what you're talking about? No, I was talking about the fact that you booked a restaurant for 8 o'clock. Oh, right, yeah. On we the get, 9th so when... of June. <laughs> to Hayato's restaurant. 
Exactly. So we're going to go meet up with Hayato, have a little chat about Series 2 Terrace House, ask him who he likes in the latest, latest series, ask him about his new wife. We're not really going to do that, are we? Can we just be cool? No, I'm not going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. No, to be honest, he's probably going to like it if you'd start talking to him about it. Yeah, I'm just going to ask if any... I'm going to subtly say I want to give compliments to the chef for the ice cream dropped in the in the spaghetti. And then I'm going to uh, get into the kitchen and have a little chat with him. So oh. I'm pretty sure we'd be best friends by the end of it. <laughs> Can you make sure that your hygiene levels are up to scratch <laughs> before you go into the kitchen, please? I will shower before going in the kitchen. Good. <laughs> At least a day before. As you said, this episode kind of was a bit dry, um, but we were completely off with our guesses, right? So we both, you refused to guess someone different, and we both went for Kenny dreaming of Kauri, but we were way off. Yeah, we were way off. It turns out it was Ruka doing the dreaming. Exactly, but you know what? I just feel like even that bit, it wasn't really that big. He just said, I had a dream about you and you in the hair salon. But then, yet yeah, it's just like the temporary incident. Yet yeah, it's like the headline title. I think within this show, um, it wasn't a particularly prominent moment. But the thing about this sh- the, this particular episode is was it was it wasn't really peaks and troughs. I mean, I know the first episode sort of felt slightly different uh, from how the terrace house that we know, um, as it sort of had these, these sort of big moments where that you of stuff surprising very quickly that we weren't expecting to happen, like Shohei asking out Kaori. But um, this this episode, there's some interesting scenes happening, and we have some nice interaction with the characters. But it's very sort of like flat, flat, flat with the odd bump. Yeah. And that almost it for me, it felt like some of the earlier series of the show because I was reading an article by Megan Condis, uh, who had written um, something and sort of was using some references to uh, comic book narratives, and she was talking about this idea of how the show uses, like, the real interest is the space in between events rather than the events actually happening. And that's, I think that's why when, it, when the show first got big um, outside of Japan, everyone was talking about how it's slow TV and it's one of those shows where nothing really happens. And... To a certain extent, that was true, but it was actually just it was a, sh- a show that had a lot slower pace, and you sort of had to give it a bit of a chance and let it sort of bed down before you could enjoy the sort of the interesting stuff that was happening in between yeah, spaces actually, or in between right. scenes. I th- so I, I just I just think uh, that I, that was actually one of the reasons I really liked the show and really really got into it. So it's in a way I think we can kind of. I, I did the same thing. I, when I finished watching the show, I was kind of a bit like, well, what really happened? What can we talk about? But at the same time, um, it felt a bit truer to what it was and almost like yeah, once we get used to this pace right, again, actually. it could be quite nice. I think it, it, there was a lot of like character building and revelations about people's character. And it was cute. Mm. That, that It was actually a lot of normal conversations. I guess like the episode before when they were talking about heavy stuff about careers, that felt quite heavy. Um, whereas this one, it was just general chit chat about like different types, like what the different types of the Taiwanese thing is, and like you know food chat, and it just it did actually feel more real and lived in, mm. and uh, yeah. So I'm a sheep. I take it back. <laughs> it was boring, but actually, it was nice. It was slow. It was slower, but perhaps that's something that we're gonna have yeah. to get used it's to. It's like everyone, you know, if you're partying like six days a week, everyone likes a night in. It might be boring, but it's nice, right? 
Okay, so let's dive into the show and run through because there were a few interesting bits, and I actually think there were a couple of, as you say, there was some character building, but also sort of character building in different directions, which I think was quite useful. So first off, we met the hosts again, and finally they've changed clothes, so um, we got to see some new outfits. Yes, we did. What's your thoughts on um, Baba Chan's outfit? No, that it was not. Yeah, come on, what was that? It was like a grey thing with like. Patterns, yeah. Oh, didn't wasn't a fan of that. I did. You know what I who I, what I noticed? I did really like Tokui's, um I don't know whether it's the same jacket as what he was wearing, but it felt like it was a little bit different. It was like kind of like an uh, an over jacket for um, men, a bit like a yukata thing. Yeah, it looked nice actually. Yeah, it it's the same color, the khaki, but it was very mm. nice. I noticed, and um, yeah. Yamachan. I like that colour blue. And I think he's lost weight. Yeah. Everyone seemed a bit looking a bit more normal, as if like they'd turned the lights down a little bit from last week. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think they maybe, maybe they're bedding in as well, getting used to their new environment. So after we met them, we had the morning date with Risako and Ruka. Yeah. Which was very sweet, wasn't it? Like... Yeah, they it's went nice all the way they to Kanagawa. I mean, I know it's not, Kanagawa's not that far, but why did they go there? Uh, I didn't look. But that pancake looked amazing. Pancakes is a, it's a good choice from Ruka. Like, I know he's slightly shy and a bit effeminate, but, you know, food's, super, food's really gendered over here, right, in, in Japan, and it wouldn't be the first thing that I'd imagine a guy to pick. But he it's had, a smart move he on He had part. the pancake that looked like a pizza, right? With the egg in the middle and the ham. Uh, I think they were kind of sharing it, weren't they? Because yeah, he was a amazing. plain one. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. It was sort of a weird fusion thing. Uh, and then he sort of slipped up a little bit and thought plain was a flavour, which is kind of I don't even think that was even a big deal. The way that she laughed about it, I was just like, all right, mate, like, chill out. The thing I, yeah, the thing I like about those two together <laughs> is they have like little bits and pieces which they don't really understand. Like later on in the episode when they were talking about medicine and trying to work out how much to take or whether you could dr- take it while drinking tea sort of thing. They look quite nice when they're sort of bumbling through little situations like that. So I think she she joked, she was laughing a bit too much, but he didn't get angry or take offence to it, which was quite nice. So I think it just showed to them they're both kind of quite relaxed but you know yeah it is cute they're very cute mm. but his face didn't go red so maybe that means that as he mentioned that he's not really into her or maybe he is I don't know but then his face didn't really go red even when he was talking to Haruka really mm, true he looks definitely even when he was smoking how old is um, Luca like 20 he's 20 yeah Smoking, like you'd think that now, like you know, people Tokyo, th- people are becoming more anti-smoking, and the establishments are becoming anti-smoking. I found it quite surprising. I was like, oh, he's smoking. It's a bit like when Noah was smoking as well. It's like, oh, a younger generation, they're still smoking, you know. Um, but no, he looks definitely way more. Uh, he looks way less innocent than he did episode one and two. And it, don't you think so? Like just the way his attitude, he's got a swagger now. He's he doesn't seem like the same guy. This, I mean, sure, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but, you know, the, even at the end, sort of the hosts were questioning whether he was a bit of a dog, and that's sort of a classic Yamachan line to say, oh, I hope he's a dog. And you know what? Maybe he is. 
he's 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 almost asked out two women. You know, he he asked out Risa Ko, went on a date with her, and then kind of asked, you know, said he'd go and help Haruka with her guitar. He doesn't seem that shy around women. Maybe he is a real dog, and he's you know just making up these stories about dreaming about people because he knows exactly what he's doing. I'm with you. You reckon? I am. There's when the hosts were picking at the fact that he was eating an ice lolly, like at the chopper chop end. <laughs> I was just like, what? It's like I suck on a chopper chop, right? And then I have that in my mouth for like fifteen minutes, like sometimes thirty. You know. It's not even a thing. I don't, it's not, I'm not, I don't think it actually makes me look cute. I don't actually think it makes people look cute, especially when you've got like the saliva drool bit, like (laughs) (laughs) hanging off the end. I just thought they made a big piece out of that. It was just quite strange. Yeah. I mean, they do that time to time. Just, I mean, as we said, so in the last episode as well, just to try and get a bit of a narrative, but. Most of the time um, it works, but recently it's not working. Yeah. Maybe there's, are we saying they're just sort of getting into it? Yeah. So, yeah, we had so we had the the date between those guys, and then we had a really nice scene uh, between Kenny and Kaori, and this is one of my favourite scenes of the show actually because, yeah, they just seem very relaxed with each other, seem very natural. Obviously, they share a similar passion in terms of drawing. Um, yeah, it was just a sort of really nice vibe with them two just hanging out, chatting. Doesn't seem to performed or any or stressed in no. any way and at the end they were like oh let's do a collaboration let's do an exhibition together that was nice yeah i think that's nice yeah the kenny and kauri <laughs> contemporary <laughs> art collection are <gasps> you trying to spell out kkk yeah i was trying to do kenny and kauri <laughs> contemporary collection with a k but i realized oh it sounds the same but actually it's not really alliteration and um, yeah, Klu Klux Klan isn't great. <laughs> so then, as we were saying, we had some we had some cooking in the kitchen, and that's when we finally got to hear a bit about from Ruka's perspective of the date. So, Risiko came back. Uh, she was buzzing. She seemed really happy. Sort of zipped off, and then they got a chance to ask Ruka how it had gone, and he seemed kind of happy. But you know, I thought he'd be more jazzed about the fact that he'd just gone on a date with a girl but maybe it's just because he felt like it was quite friends only he wasn't going red um you know they'd got their own popcorn it, it was more of a friend thing be honest you if you're in the cinema and it was a date would you get your own popcorn in uh i'd share i'd 100 percent. if they were like do you want some popcorn i'd be like yeah let's share one i would definitely instigate the sharing but that's just because i don't want to eat a whole box of popcorn to myself and just in case you want to... You know when I was editing the last episode, I can't remember you said something about, like... You, you were talking about how going on to the cinema would be a shit date, and then you were like, oh, well, maybe it could quite be, could be quite erotic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember you saying that. I only picked up on it on the edit. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like it was very erotic. No, of course it wasn't. It was watching Detective Conan, Conan and, like, she fell asleep for 20 minutes. <laughs> in the- yeah. I don't know, when, was, when have you ever had a really good cinema date? Like a really good one? Mm, they've been fine dates, but not like a sort of... No, not early dates. No, not early dates. I mean, yeah, I've had fun like... That's like third, fourth date when you take them to see some art house cinema to search to show that you're like really cultured. Or a documentary about like, you know, war veterans. So you, <laughs> so you can show how deep you are. <laughs> 
cinema dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you oh, could just well. end up watching something really traumatic and then you're like crying your eyes out. Like a star is yeah. born. God, that was that's heavy. <laughs> Or you just take them to something very erotic and uh, just hope the the film does its magic. No, to be honest, if I was actually on a date with someone first time and I thought, you pick the you pick the cinema, it's cool, we'll watch anything. And then I found out that it was a really erotic one. If it was date one or two and I haven't even... If I've slept with them, fine. But if I haven't yeah. even slept with them and then they're suggesting first time, like really like serious art house erotic film, I, it would put me off, I've got to say. Do you think that's that's when people put their their knobs in popcorn? <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? No, my God! Please don't even joke about that. It's disgusting. Please. Has that don't. happened to you? No, of course it hasn't happened. <laughs> Has it happened to anyone that you know? No. Oh God! That definitely, that cannot be a thing. Oh my God! Wow. It must happen somewhere. Oh, horrible. It must happen somewhere, but they, they're expecting it. The person Send us a message end. if you've ever done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, let us know. Right in. My email address is masumi.d.k at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, just send pictures of your dick in a, in a popcorn box to that email address. <laughs> no, I don't want a picture of the dick. Um, or just uh, maybe a charcoal drawing of you doing it. Um, just some proof that you have done it. Okay, Stu, you can't, like, set up a fake email address and send me a picture, okay? I don't want to see it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, maybe some sketches. Um, okay, so, <laughs> back to Terrace House. <laughs> Let's stick in popcorn. Um, so, after, after the date, we got to see... Oh, the guys went onto the roof for the first time. Yeah, I knew you'd love that. we got a little bit more about it. Um, yeah, that roof is so nice. I really quite like that on my house. Yeah, so we found out that Ruka's a smoker. And Shohei was kind of pushing the the agenda with, uh, you know, just saying Risiko was in a great mood. Um, and then he was saying, you know, asking about whether he was really into her and just sort of pushing the idea of Haruka as well. Um, and I was wondering, is, do you think it's tactical at all that Shohei is kind of nudging him in the direction of Haruka? Because... That kind of works towards... His favour with Kaori. Mm. But I don't think that Shohei is aware of Kenny and Kaori's time, right? How would he know? Yeah, maybe. I think he's just making conversation. I think Shohei's an actor. He likes drama, doesn't he? I think he's just... (laughs) No, but he's just... I think he's just, you know, trying to just stir up conversation and... Masumi, we know he only likes Taiwanese drama, so this would be completely boring. He he also likes making things up too. Well, he likes he likes being a. We know that he's really crafty as well. (laughs) Is this a reference to him working in? uh... Oh. All right. So yeah, as you said, or just hinted at there, we did kind of see Shohei getting his job back at work. Um, It's. Still, still trying to push the idea that he's got a bit of side hustle in him. Like it was almost a, a slight nod to last week. The edit, the the editors just allowed him to have a little line just to say that he's been trying out different things aside from acting, and his his boss just gave him a nudge to say, you know, you should be working hard at your acting, kind of thing. Oh, I'm so happy they put that in there. I <laughs> do, sort of you know, thing. I did like that because I was just like, God, yes, like, it, yeah, it we it, it almost. Uh, 
normalized whatever was the temporary incident. Mm. Just made it, you know, just, it was good. Well done, editors. Yeah, thanks, editors. They've been on point a few times, actually. I quite liked it a little later on when Haruka, uh, Ruka was talking to Haruka about picking up her guitar and they just kept cutting back to Shohei, who was smirking away, like pretending to work at his computer, but in actual fact, just listening to the whole thing as Ruka was gradually trying to sort of uh, invite Haruka out and, and eventually sort of secure this, not quite a date, but agreeing to pick up a guitar, which she could carry fine. She could like, carry fine, but I love that she's such a madam. The way she just went, okay, if that was me, I would probably be a bit like... Um, Risiko might be where I'd be like, oh my god, really? Oh my god, you don't have to do that. Are you really going to do that? Like, I would totally be so shocked. Oh my god, no, you don't have to do that. The whole thing, I would just, not fakely, but the way she just went, okay, yeah, I'll tell you where I am, thanks. Just so cool. I think, yeah, I mean, she's cool, but also we're increasingly seeing Haruka positioned within any scene is one that when she's not, she doesn't have the attention, she is quickly to, quick to try and grab a hold of it. Like, even in quite sweet scenes when we saw, uh, I, I really like the scene between Kaori and Risako when they were just talking about how Risako had been on a date and it was a really nice energy to the scene. It was really, really pleasant. Then Haruka sort of joined the three and and then just very quickly just changed the conversation very slightly just to, the fact that uh, just talking about Kenny and uh, suddenly, like very easily, she just maneuvered the moved the conversation. So it was the su she was the subject, and I think we're just seeing that more and more in the scenes that she's in. If she's not as the centre of attention, then she quickly turns it into making sure that she is. There's always one of those, though, isn't it? It's just she's a, but it's different because Sana was a bit like that, but she did it mm. so well. Yeah, well, I guess Sana almost is a cartoon of herself so I mean she's definitely gonna turn up on this show right I bet anyone a thousand yen that uh, she will and she's just kind of become a bit of a she knows she knows the, the boxes she's got to tick in terms of like being a bit racy getting drunk on some wine hooking up with a young boy and yeah, yeah that's I mean, become something that we love her it for it would be so easy because it's set in Tokyo it would be so easy if she did swing by because there's loads of times where Terrace House people just swing by like Armin Bitchraff and his girlfriend who was also in Terrace House they popped by in Hawaii right that time when mm. they were on holiday in Hawaii so it would make sense if people swung by yeah someone will drop in I'm sure Sana will be in there at some point let's hope so hopefully she's ditched Noah I like Noah well good hopefully he's ditched him then well, no I, I don't want him <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone on Terrace House. Yet. We haven't we've only had six people this year. So one of my favourite edits is when we're the guys earlier have been talking about how Ruka is a bit of an idiot in that the hosts, you know, they've just been slagging him off for being a bit of an idiot for not knowing what plain flavour is. And then later on we cut to Risako in the house playing cup and ball. Is it is it Kendama? Is that the what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Did you ever play that? Really badly, yeah. <laughs> is it popular? Um, it is definitely. Um, I had one when I was a kid. It's definitely one of those things that all kids probably have when they're growing right. up initially. But adults, maybe not so much. Probably not. But I think it could... It, you never know. It could just have been a prop. 
Did she say it was hers? It could have just been a prop from the house. It's it's one of those things that instantly makes you look like a bit simple. So it, it was just a funny cut after Ruka had been lambasted for being an idiot. They'd cut to his um, opposite number. She totally fancies him. Yeah, she's big. Yeah, she was... That she was, was so cute. cute, the way that she was like looking after him. Yeah, that was really nice. And it made me feel a bit bad after we'd been hearing that maybe Ruka isn't so into her. But, you know, she went and looked after him, chatted to him, then went out and got the medicine. Uh, just the sort of quite gentle interactions with them around the thermometer just were really, really sweet. Yeah. Um, Although when she was like, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. And then she went out to get the medicine. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's just, and then she did say early on, the first episode, she said she didn't know what it was. Maybe she's either sometimes she goes in too hard or she kind of blows cold. She did say that um, guys just had a tendency to just kind of ditch her. And I think she's already putting a guy over herself. Mm. But then I, I mean, think that, I think, um, you know, it was very sweet. Like, uh, yeah, it was so cute, actually. Yeah, shout and out I, to I, I, Exactly, and I wouldn't have been any different. But it's not, not because I fancied him, but if I had spent a day with someone, yeah. or I'd built a connection, then I would, it would naturally, I'd be the one to look after them. It just makes, it's a no-brainer. It's like, I'm pretty sure if it was Kenny that was sick, it would be um, Kaori or Haruka, right? Yeah, and if it was Shohei, if it was Shohei, it would just be Kaori, right? Yeah. It, it, it just it was so sweet, and they play. Uh, in some ways, I I think that it was edited it edited a bit unfairly because I think it made her look a bit desperate in a way. Mm. Even though I could read it as she's just being nice. I think coupled with the scenes where she's clearly quite happy and said she's had a really nice time, which is completely fair enough. Like I'm sure he had a nice time as well. They. They spent a lot, 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 a lot less time of him going over the actual date and focused a lot more on her perspective. So I think certainly you're right. The way it was edited, edited weighed it in that favour. Yeah. But yeah, I hope. I mean, I'd like. She's going like to have a heartbroken though. Yeah, I Ruka think the heartbreak. Do you know what I think it's going to be like? I think it's going to be like, and I called it now. I think it's going to be like Yui, Noah, and the Sana thing, where Risiko is going to constantly maybe see Luca trying it with um, Haruka mm. and watching that unfold. All right, I reckon in... Okay, I'll take that bet. Thousand yen. Thousand yen, okay. <laughs> Getting cold feet? No, I can give you thousand yen. I'm, I'm, I don't think he's a dog. I think he's a good guy, really. I'm hoping. I think he's just young. He's probably getting loads of texts from his mates <laughs> what young people do yeah. just get texts just like just like go on just just ask her out you know be a dude what, what do you think of the whole dream thing so he's we only saw Risiko's version of it rather than actually watching the interaction so what's your take on did they just miss it or why did they just show Risiko telling saying about it and what do you think his intentions were by just saying it in that way or were they completely innocent I think he probably had a dream where Risiko she's she's actually got lovely hair but maybe in that dream Risiko had really bad hair and then it was just his way of saying look yeah you need a haircut okay so what what does the dream mean he, he it was 
her in a hair salon. What does that mean in a in dream dictionary? Apparently, terms? it says that you, if you have a dream about being in a hair salon, it represents a wish to impress others. Okay. Ruka wants to impress It others. can symbolise your attempt to improve yourself or change bad habits in a way that other people will notice. Ah, uh, maybe it's him curing his red face thing. I mean, that's very sort of top level. I'm not sure <laughs> how much but you're buying. But he wasn't, he wasn't at the hair salon. She was. So it's maybe his perception of her. He thinks that she's just trying to impress people. Her hair makeup looked at ever so slightly more pared down this week is yeah. that right or am i she's very beautiful she is hot yeah i, yeah. I think she looked better this week i actually like looking at her the most she really reminds me of a high school friend called lavelle hey lavelle hey lavelle <laughs> um okay so we're not sure what that means i get the impression it was kind of a bit of an innocent thing but we we haven't heard his uh, version of events or we haven't we didn't actually see it so uh, maybe hopefully we'll hear a bit more of that from Ruka next week um, but who knows whether he even said it yeah she could be making it up exactly and then after that we finally get Ruka you know saying he's offering to go and pick up a guitar for um, Haruka and then the closing scene is obviously him going to pick her up and you're right in terms of this ever so slight or quite quick transformation of him being this episode one guy that turns red every time a girl speaks to her. And now he's this sort of rock and roll guy having cigarettes on the roof and driving around in a Jaguar. Did you notice at the end of the scene where he picks her up and drives off, like the sort of revs on the car were like slightly elevated to the point he just sort of like zoomed off and are like, vroom. Exactly. And also it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't go red. It's like he's wearing red. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was just he looked like he was he he was owning it. Yeah, I think yeah, ne- if if next next week he'll be in a band and maybe have a drug problem and then be in rehab. We'll see like, he's got a tattoo. We'll see he's got a tattoo. Yeah, if he's got like a giant eagle across his chest by episode 5 then we'll know that he's on some sort of accelerated rock star. Um trajectory uh but yeah i mean maybe then that's that's what he needs to get haruka so maybe that's his that's his plan i don't know whether she'd go for him though maybe she wants a bad boy maybe she wants a bad boy to piss off she just wants the attention yeah i think who do you reckon she'd go for out of kenny and ruka of course she'd go for kenny i said that if she's looking to up, uh, up her profile kenny's the most obvious bet who do you reckon? Oh, because they mentioned a bit about Kenny. They didn't. I mean, we didn't see very much of Kenny this week, but we did hear that. We didn't see anything of Kenny this week, did we? Very briefly, yeah. He was in some of the the eating scenes. But, oh, in the drawing scenes, yeah. Sorry. Yes, but he was also mentioned by Risiko, who said that he was seemed really smitten after he was having the guitar lesson with Haruka, which Haruka was obviously very happy about. Um, do we think he's still into her, or do you think he senses anything to do, like, he just sees Kaori as a friend kind of thing? Yeah, but I actually think he likes... 
Haruka is the girl that he wants to bang, and Kaori is the girl that he wants to marry, you know? I need to shoot Risuka. <laughs> Why does it always have to be... What is it? Is it... Kiss... Fuck, marry, kiss, kill. I thought it was kiss, fuck, and marry. Okay. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's so extreme to be kill, sex, and marry. That's life, though, isn't it? That's life in Terry's house. <laughs> oh, God. No, I think he. Re- I think something will develop. Okay, who's who's so a bit of a, a bit of a quiet episode, but overall, who's your hot pick of the week? Risiko again. Yeah, I think she was. She was nice. I mean, she was a bit excitable, but um, yeah, I think um um. She overall, she was like had a, had a nice time at the date, and then was just like a nice. Nice to look after Aruka, regardless. So yeah, I think I think yeah, she's she's my hot pick too. Yeah, um, we agree on something. Finally, <laughs> who's, who, who's going down in your estimations? It, the, Haruka is still the lowest of the low. Not that way, sorry, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she's not the lowest of the low. What I mean is, out of all of them, she's my least favorite. What about you? Uh, I think Shohei was a bit boring this week. So I'm going to pick him. Not, I mean, everyone kind of didn't really do anything too exciting. But of the lot, he kind of just seemed a bit dry. So, uh, yeah, wasn't too jazzed about anything he got to. Did you think that he was, he was on it too much, right? He got too much airtime for how uninteresting he was. Mm, yeah, maybe sort of, yeah, peaked a little bit. I'm already excited about next week. Okay, so what's happening next week? We've got finally going to see Kenny and Haruka on the date. Um, hopefully Ruka will get better. What else can we look forward to? Well, I'm hoping that they're... Are we going to see Haruka driving at some point? Ah, uh, mate, what, her Corvette? Because mm, she, didn't she say she was into drag... She was, she was into drag racing as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, them on a date, some drag racing... Ruka getting a tattoo, a full chest tattoo. Uh, <laughs> um, Kaori's going to come out about her affair. And yeah, Risako is going to flip out after Ruka tries to hook up with Haruka and uh, yeah, maybe attack everyone in the house. I don't think, you know, I think Haruka is just, she might, you know, flirt with Ruka, but. I think she's too smart. I don't think there's any way that she's going to want to spread herself too thin. So I think that she will go on dates and continue to be close to Kenny and just flirt with, like, Shohei and, like, Luka on the side. Okay, no. I I actually don't think she would spread herself thin like that. Yeah, I think she seems very aware, so maybe uh, there's not a chance that she'll slip up, or at least hope, hope she won't slip up. No, I don't think she will. She's... I think she's, um, she's, no, I don't want to say the word manipulative, but she's not an idiot. Let's just say that. She knows how yeah, to work it. Smart. Yeah. Okay, so the next episode is called I Want to Be a Hero. Who do we reckon that is? It's going to obviously be Shohei. Shohei wants to be a hero? Yeah, he's going to say, well, I don't really know what I want to do, but I want to be an actor, and I also want to be a carpenter too, and you know what? I want to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty safe bet. 
What? Who do you think it's going to be? Um, maybe Haruka doing some stunts in her car. Maybe she's going to become the number one uh, stunt driver in Japan. Maybe, actually. Good luck to her. Or maybe, maybe be... it could be Risiko. After her um, little uh, role in bringing um, Luca back to life, she may have been inspired to be a hero and help um, impoverished children or, like, the sick. She might become a doctor. We don't know. She might become an, a doctor dropout of... Um, Avex Entertainment. A, yeah, and become a, yeah, become a doctor. She might be. All right. All those three are our bets for a thousand yen. Okay. You're on. Same time next week. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'll speak to you then, all right? Speak to you then. Bye-bye. Night-night. Bye, Miss Amy. Bye-bye.